CG podcast. <laughs> Come on, man, let's take a flight. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, CG podcast, man. Come on, man, walk with me. Yeah, let's let's talk, man. Let's, let's, let's open up some doors, man. It's your boy CG, CG podcast. <laughs> let's go. Let's take yo. A Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? The CG Podcast. What's up, y'all? What's up with the fam? You know what I mean? Been a minute. Back at it again. Um, just have really two topics today. I'm going to talk about the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys against the Patriots. Um, and I want to talk about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. So it's going to get heavy. Then it's going to get a little light with it, man. Um it's a real good conversation people have been having um, about the Dave Chappelle or whatever. Um, and then the Cowboys, that was a big win. <clears throat> Five and one. I think it's, I think uh, the Cowboys are definitely on a roll, man. But for me right now, man, I've just been kind of out the way a little bit, man. I'm coaching. Right now I'm coaching football, Pop Warner. Um, we're five and one ourselves. So two uh, litter dad just kind of ripping and running, man. So it's been really been kind of hard, man, to get some time. You know, when you have so much to do, I've been throwing the events and all kinds of stuff, man. A lot of things has been going on in my life right now, man. So just trying to stay out the way, but I'm in the way, in a way. You know what I'm saying? And just trying to stay away from the virus, trying to stay at home when I need to. You know what I'm saying? Get out when I have to. Um, just trying to be enjoying life, man. Just taking it really day by day. Um, and that's what I've been trying to do. Uh and that's that's just what it is, man. Just 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 trying to grow, man. Trying to figure out how to get better with the podcast, thinking of different ideas, just really trying to make a a, a better show for you guys, man, and, and for ourselves with the fam. You know what I'm saying? Different different topics and things of that nature. But um, it's been pretty big, explosive with this Dave Chappelle situation, real big. Um, I have a lot of things within that. Because it's been hard to dive into it with the Dave Chappelle. If you haven't seen this on Netflix, it's called The Closer. Um, he talked about a lot of different topics, man. But the biggest topic is the transgender. And what I've noticed is what he was trying to do is he's trying to draw two sides of a parallel. You know what I'm saying? I think we we're talking about the baby. how He killed somebody in Walmart, which he did. And his career has gotten bigger after killing a black body but if you make fun of a transgender just in fun your career can be shut down and i don't really like that man i, I feel like you shouldn't to me um and it has to be context with everything you know what i'm saying um that we shouldn't shut people down because you hurt somebody's feelings i think it should be conversations and come to the table to get an understanding from one side to another side. The best way I can put it is like uh, if you have a white friend and a black friend. Those are two different experiences in life, man. So you shouldn't call every white person racist. You shouldn't call every black person a criminal. You know what I'm saying? And with this crossing paths, um, it's kind of like there's no sit down. It's you protect and don't say nothing about this group. And they get the fire back and say what they say. And we don't get to say anything. That is not equality to me. That's not equality to me. And Flame, I think her name is Flame. She's a transgender. She was kind of sticking up for Dave Chappelle and, and trying to get 
the message across, man, that what he was saying wasn't offensive. But who can say somebody's offended or not offended? But at the same time, I think we shouldn't take it so way left or so way right. We have to kind of come right down the middle. And that's where I think we split apart. They say, well, this comedy can have um, uh, transgender people get hurt. That's their point to it. This can get them hurt. This can get them um, beat up, killed, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If that's if that's if that's your point, then if that's what you want to stick up for, what about black people with slavery movies? I mean, slavery movies are in the world. So what you think that's not gonna get black men hurt or looked at a certain way or looked down upon or killed or looked at? Oh, you killed another black guy. Oh man, we're about to make you the top rapper. We're going to make you a king of the, the, the rap industry. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you feel marginalized, then black people feel marginalized from day one till now. You know what I'm saying? But instead of, hey, let's get to a conversation, it's almost like we have to point you down. And I feel like I wish people can talk about things and, and, and get to a, a happy medium in life. You know what I'm saying? You can never tell who feelings you hurt if that was right or if that was wrong. But at the same time, you can't want equality and not want to be with everybody. You got to be separate. When you go to, if you ever been to comedy before, they're going to joke on a white person. They're going to joke on a black person. They're going to joke on a Mexican person, an Asian person. Everybody can get it at a comedy show. But if you see a transgender or a gay person, you can't do that. That's not equality to me. And it's almost for the fun of it. You don't like to be the, the butt of the jokes, but it happens when you go to a comedy show. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want anybody hurt. And I don't want anybody killed. I don't want anybody to suffer in that because I know that's a hard transition. But a lot of things for people that's very new to this. So I feel like instead of having a conversation and opening it up versus wanting to counsel everybody, because that's basically showing I have more power than you, and then I'm going to show my power and crush you. Nah, we can't. We that we can't do that. Only if somebody, we can't do that. I feel like that's wrong to cancel people. You know, if somebody made a mistake, or because transgender people make mistakes, gay people make mistakes, white people make mistakes, white people make mistakes. So every mistake we're gonna we're gonna put a light on it, and we're gonna crush them, because that's not what you transgender people wouldn't want gay people wouldn't want white people wouldn't want black people wouldn't want that so we got to be very careful how much power you have because when it flips it's not gonna be you're not gonna take that on and accept that same kind of power when people are trying to crush you you know what i'm saying instead of coming together with minority groups and and having a conversation of saying hey we can help you we can bring you up instead of separating it because let's be honest, I mean, the black community, we always had gay uncles, great aunt, We always had that. So this hasn't been nothing really new to it within the black community. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has somebody that was within that lifestyle. Now, they didn't bring it around, but we always knew about it. So we're not oblivious to it. You know what I'm saying? And even in the LGBTQ community, they have issues within that. You know what I'm saying? But we don't want nobody to be harmed. But if you go into a comedy show... You know, with Dave Chappelle and how he did it, I didn't feel like, to me, it was offensive 
you know, to the point of trying to cancel him. You can say, okay, I didn't like the way he worded it or I didn't like the way, you know, the joke came out. It wasn't really that funny. Hey, that's an opinion. But I don't think he came malice. And I don't think he was trying to think to get somebody hurt or anything that of that nature. And I feel like comics should have the freedom to always um, hit on things that's going on within that that year or what's going on in the country. If you're talking about politics, you're talking about sports, you're talking about um white people black people mexican people i feel like everybody should be included in that especially when you're a top comic i don't want to get to a point that in a way i do want to get to a point this way because it would be kind of funny that we can't say nothing to each other that we literally have to say particular words that you have to say or you're going to offend them i kind of wanted to get to that to be perfectly honest man because that's going to be funny that you can't say certain things or certain words because it's going to offend every single person and i kind of wanted to get there because that'd be kind of funny because then nobody can say anything that slightly is negative and that would be um that would be funny to me you know what i'm saying but i really don't want to get to that point because I want our comics, I want people with personalities to to be themselves, not to try to offend people. Obviously, you change words and things over time and try to be more uh, conscious to it. But we can't be so sensitive to every single thing, man. That is going to be a hard thing to always um, 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 process every single day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not against of what he did. And I'm kind of glad that he did it. Because it's getting people to talk about it. One going to be on one side. Another person going to be on another side. You know, I'm trying to be right down the middle because I want to get a perspective on one side, as a, especially as a black man, to kind of figure out like, okay, what is it that you think you see or feel versus what we think we see or we know? You know what I'm saying? Do you want to be included? Because if you're going to be including this melon plot, then you got to be with with everybody else you know what i'm saying if you want to be separate then you then you have to say that and don't don't fight for inclusion either you know what i'm saying because as a black man yes you fight for the right to 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 get hired or or not be uh, uh projected as a, a thief or projected as somebody who want to steal your stuff you know you know these things that you constantly deal with on an everyday basis you know what i'm saying as a black man so a transgender or black or lgbt community you know what i'm saying um you have to fight fights with us because we fought fights with you within if you look back with martin luther king he had a gay i want to say white man at the time behind him teaching him and helping him so I'm saying that let's come together and not tear each other down. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody doesn't understand it or 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 doesn't accept it fully, you got to give people time, man. You know, you can't force something down somebody's throat. You can't even do it. You know, that's not fair. You know, and I feel like people expect everybody to accept things right away. No, I don't feel like nobody has to accept anything right away, but at least try to be open-minded. And if you don't like it, hey, you can go to something else. You can watch something else. You don't have to watch something that offends you. If you think that offends you, like slavery movies, because everybody watch slavery movies. Kunta Kinte, slavery movies forever. And there's thousands of them. And I didn't see not one protest of not one community that says, you know what? That enough is enough. I'm tired of watching slavery movies. That's ridiculous. We need to counsel the director, the writers, all the people who put in these slave movies. Because the only thing we're doing is getting our legs cut off, getting our head cut off, getting whipped, getting beat. Nah, I know what they would do. They win Academy Awards. People stand up and clap. People stand up and clap. But if you hurt somebody's feelings, 
you get canceled. That's not fair. That's not fair. And to have our kids watch slavery movies, which I do not have my kids watch them because I don't feel like that. Now, constantly watch them, probably watch them to let them know what the history was, what went through, things of that nature. But that's not who you are. That's just where we came from. And that's just kind of how I feel on it. I feel like we need to get to a happy medium and have a conversation and have a real conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because they're human like we're human. You have a heart. You have feelings. You don't always have to go for the juggler, man. I feel like you need to listen and we need to speak to each other. And I feel like that will be the best way to get an understanding. Even if you don't like it, you can have a, a, a disagreement and don't agree on something. But you can respect, hey, that's your side. This is my side. But when it comes to joking and things of that nature, man, I don't, I don't feel like I feel like everybody should be included in that. Everybody. Everybody gets joked on. Everybody does. You know, that's what comics do. You know, and if you're offended on something, then I feel like, hey. Don't watch it. If something I don't want to watch, I'm not watching it. If, if it's a slave movie, I'm not watching it. I'm cool. That I don't want that in my wave or my, my, my in my head, period. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like we don't do enough listening. And I don't feel like we do enough talking back and forth to each other. I just think we just talk at each other or through each other, you know? And I think those are the points that we need to get to in order to get an understanding or just have a disagreement. Say, I disagree with what you do. I disagree with what you do and just kind of move on and go forward. That's my angle and that's my opinion on it, man. And if I feel like we get to that point, you know, and if 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 anything comes down to it, at least you understand and you respect and heard what I have to say, man. So yeah, that's my heaviest thing with with the with with, with Dave Chappelle or whatever, man. But you know, I think it was a good thing what he did, and I feel like it 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 it, it came about with a conversation that we all need to have and that is how you do it that's just my opinion and that's just it man but let's get to the real thing let's get to the real let's get to the real let's get to the real man let's get to the dallas cowboys man you know what i mean let's get to them um i think the best thing what happened to the cowboys was playing tampa bay why it was high level playing against the goat playing against um tom brady um, the mistakes that they made, I feel like they're starting to clean up. I think that was the best thing because they went against the highest competition uh, the first week versus playing a lower competition team that wasn't going to be good and wouldn't be ready. So I think that helped the Dallas Cowboys out. It showed that Prescott that he's ready to go and he's been blasting off. So with the Patriots, this was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. Dak Prescott, man, I mean. The guy was 36 for 51, 445 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, man. Um, great news. I feel uh, uh, Zeke Elliott, I think um, he only got 69 yards, 4.1 um, yards per carry, but they kept feeding him and they kept pushing it and pushing it. And I feel like by doing that, that wears down the defense. It wears you down. Even if you don't get yards, it wears you down constantly. Constantly and Tony Parler coming in uh, with 10, 10 carries, 41 yards, 4.1 yards per carry. Where's you down? Where's you down? Where are you down? You know, and if but still 
Bill Belichick, his mind still had us kind of flustered a little bit. You know, he's going to give something or he's going to take something away, you know. And he's basically saying, Dak, you got to beat us. Dak, you got to beat us. And we were making mistakes after mistakes, red zone mistakes and mistakes and interception and mistakes. And I feel like these are the games that the Dallas Cowboys need. Why? Because I feel like you have to have games you have to come back from. You're down from. Everything is going bad. Nothing is going good. Nothing at all is going good. It has. It, it feels like anything that you do, nothing positive coming out of it. But you have a positive here and a positive there, then negative, and then penalties after penalties. And you just feel like there's no momentum. That's when the mental comes in. The mental that you're not going to tell yourself to give up. You're not telling yourself, I'm going to quit. No, you keep fighting. Those are the games that you're going to need when you come into the playoffs. If you're down 21-7, you're down 14-7. You know what I'm saying? You're kicking just field goals. But you feel like if we just make a play here and make a play there, that is the key to the Dallas Cowboys. That is the key to win Super Bowls. These are the games that I watch out for. Yeah, we like blowouts, but sometimes I can give you a false sense of hope. I like games that are close, we're behind, penalties, things of that nature, man, because it creates a sense of a bond within each other that we can do it. We're down by 14, fourth quarter with seven minutes left. No, we can do it. We've been in these situations before. We have these young guys versus these veterans, and I feel like we're doing it. And now these young guys are coming up now, balling like C.D. Lamb, coming out in the fourth quarter, just doing his thing, man. Just breaking out, like, give me the ball. You know, Cooper's not always that good on the road for some reason. But still, he's a good route or great route runner, a very high level player. You know what I'm saying? But C.D. Lamb is going to be the one that comes through. We need that fire, that passion, that guy just give me the ball and I'm taking over. And he's going to be that. He was that in Tampa Bay when we need a big play. He's going to be that guy. He's going to be the number one guy. I still love Cooper to be number two. I hope we do keep him. But the key player, since I knew since he was on Boise and I watched him, he popped off my screen, always Cedric Wilson. Watch, God. I'm telling you, Cedric Wilson, he's big, lean. He can catch everything. This guy right here needs to stay in the slot all year. I like Michael Gallup. Not going to lie, he's very inconsistent catching the ball. But, but, but Williams, when the game was on the line, when the game was on the line, you had Lamb, you had Cooper. Dak Prescott went to Williams, and he high-pointed and catched it. I'm telling you, and I always knew about this kid, this guy can play. He can catch the ball. He always finds a way to get open, and he's going to be Dak's security blanket. I'm telling you, I like Gallup. He can be the fourth receiver coming up. But I don't feel like we need to change him up because this guy knows where he's going to be. And he practiced with Dak Prescott two years ago, you know, I think at his house and stuff like that in the offseason to get a rhythm. And that, to me, tells me I'm going to be comfortable with you more than anybody else, I feel, on certain moments, you know. And I think he is the key for the Dallas Cowboys victory. 
And Schultz, I like him. I always liked him since he was at Stanford. He had five catches, 79 yards, and he did his thing. You know, he, he's not fast. He's not very slow. He just get to where he needs to go to get open. I'm telling you, those are the key. And obviously, I shut down corner. Everybody know who, who he is, number seven. He's out there all proling, defensive player of the year. He's the guy. Now, our safeties, kind of shaky, not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going on with them, but they need to get better. But our defense overall is getting better. We're getting turnovers. We're getting to the ball. We're pressuring. We have depth, and then our depth is going to get more deeper in these upcoming weeks. So I feel like the Dallas Cowboys, we got a week off. Hell of a game by CeeDee Lamb catching the game winner. I think these are the games that we need to build to be this great team that I know we can be, that we will be. That um, these, these games against the Vikings are going to be another test, man. And I believe that the Cowboys can do it. I will let you know what the score is when we play them uh, that week. But I feel like the Dallas Cowboys are building and building, you know, to get to the Super Bowl. I believe this year that Dak Prescott, his leadership, can definitely get us over the hump this year. So, yeah, man, it was a great game. I feel like we needed it, even though the Patriots wasn't that good. We still went against a great mind like Bill Belichick, and you always have to be on your toes. It's never going to be easy. And I just felt like um, this game was something that we needed. And we're definitely on a roll. So it's your boy CG, CG Podcast. I holla at you, man. All right, fam. I hit you next week or soon enough, man. All right, I'm out.